Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello to all of our listeners and welcome back to The Parent Solution, your one-stop shop for all things educational. I am your host, Kimberly, and today I'm very excited to be introducing a special guest. Today I have Simone Fortier with me. Simone is an internationally recognized teacher, researcher, businesswoman, and holistic healer. She's also the founder of the Fascia Training Institute. She's an internationally recognized pain management expert and she is a neurotransmitter and concussion research expert. Simone is absolutely breaking barriers and soaring across boundaries in her multidimensional approach to healing pain. She's had a myriad of professional athletes and even medical doctors of the highest caliber as her patients. She's known for her deep, intuitive understanding of the root cause of pain and her vast knowledge of the brain, human anatomy, and how the brain affects pain and concussion recovery. Simone is a highly regarded lecturer, teacher, and innovative fascia educator and therapist. She's also the author of two books and several ebooks, one of which is How to Beat Brain Burps, which is an exercise based way for children and adults to ignite all facets of their brain for streamlined learning. Another one of these books is Gaining Control Over Pain, which contains 11 secret healing therapies that patients can practice in their own time. One of the ebooks that Simone has written is called How to Heal Plantar Fasciitis and Five Skincare Hacks. Simone, welcome. So happy to have you here. Well, thank you for having me. Kind of wanted to start talking today uh, from the parent's perspective in terms of how neurotransmitters affect concussion recovery. Yeah, absolutely. So that sounds like a, a big word for people and um, just the general public and all also to healthcare practitioners, like really what is a neurotransmitter? It is um, the chemical or the system that transports um, information in in the brain. Mm -hmm. So it's necessary for our our brain to communicate. And um, there's different um, neurotransmitters 
there's dopamine, serotonin, acetylcholine, and GABA. And those are the four that I primarily look at, but there's several others. And they all work in conjunction with each other. But we have to look at, too, how do we get that into the brain? And if there is a concussion, which the number one um, cause of concussion for parents, this is really important to know, is falling in children and seniors. Mm -hmm. So it's not sport. Although sport is bringing a lot of attention to the realm of really concussion and head injury so that we can, you know, have, I guess, more funding behind how to how to prevent concussion, how to heal concussion. And um, that's really what parents are looking at. So neurotransmitter really is a chemical transport system in the brain. That's a messenger system. Mm-hmm. And when kids or adults have head injury, and again, the number one cause is falling. So in infancy, um, kids fall a lot when they're little, yes. when they're hypermobile, which means they're super flexible and they're trying to find their core and their stability. They can fall downstairs, walk into walls. Um, mm-hmm. But then again, just another thing, which is interesting, our first concussion is at birth. Really? So that, yeah, the birthing process is a concussion. And if you're using forceps or suction, that again can change the brain. It can change the the skull itself and the shape. Mm -hmm. And that can also change the health of the brain inside. Mm -hmm. So from what I've observed um, too, certain births that are quite traumatic can imprint trauma. And then that could put the brain in fight or flight its entire life. Mm -hmm. which means what's happening is the ability to digest food and absorb food and nutrition can be compromised because when we're running from the bear, um, we're not really, our body's like, well, we're not going to digest that um, meat or that apple that we just ate. The focus Mm -hmm. is running from the bear. And that's really what trauma does. Concussion does. And I really focus Mm -hmm. on that um, in the program that I do is the treatment So again, it says I'm a neurotransmitter um, researcher clinically doing a research project for four years on really the treatment of concussion. So 99% of the research out there is looking at, is there a better helmet? Is that, can we prevent concussion? Um, How do we change this? How do we change the world? What's the return to play protocol? So those things aren't treatment. No, they're just putting a Band-Aid over top of, over top of an injury, (laughs) so to speak. Right. Well, well, those, so they're, they're not even at the Band-Aid stage. They're at, how do we actually change the brain Mm -hmm. so that it can absorb a hit? And so we can't really change the brain and our physiology. So Mm -hmm. they look at the helmet. Can we make the helmet more cushy? Can we do all these sort of things? But underlying that, you're still going to get a concussion. And Another great tip for parents is that 80% of kids or athletes that get a head injury recover really within one to four weeks. That's 80%. Wow. Those are some good statistics. They are great statistics. And um, so really that knowledge reduces the anxiety of a parent, but also the child. Like, oh, I just got a concussion and my damage for life because again, information um, is meant to really elevate people and empower them, mm-hmm. not make them fearful. Right. And of so course. when you only get a piece of information, 
um, and oftentimes that happens in the media, then they hyper-focus on, you know, like they did a study in Boston, 111 um, athletes were mm-hmm. autopsied their brain, and they said 110 had CTE. And with that, everyone's like, oh my gosh, but if you read the whole study, out of the 110 who had CTE, only um, 2% had symptoms. Mm-hmm. And what is so CTE? It's plaque in the okay. brain. It's encephalopathy. Cool. And as you can say, as you with fasciitis, yes. I'm having difficulty with that name. Right. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So in, in the world of sport, they're all talking about the CTE. Mm-hmm. And the CTE, yes, is plaque in the brain. And it's mm-hmm. from continually hitting the brain or inflammation. But like I said, the number one cause of concussion is falls. So is this actually from sport or is this because this child had ADHD, was active? And if you have those two things, you're hyperactive, you're always climbing, jumping off things, doing extreme sports, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're falling all the time. Yeah. So in the general population, I, I'd like to eventually when they do autopsies on enough brains to look at how is it different from the average brain? Mm-hmm. who didn't do professional sports, because I think that's where we statistically will find out what's important. But out of, again, like the 110 that had CTE and everyone's like, oh my gosh, you know, I don't want to have CTE. That's life-threatening and all that sort of thing. But only a small percentage had symptoms in their life. Mm-hmm. So 98% went about their life were high functioning and did everything they need to do without having these symptoms, which is great. So reading the whole research article is quite tedious. Mm -hmm. And that's why the translation of those documents, and that's why I'm really great at translating what it means to you, to the parent, to the child. Mm -hmm. And um, because I have ADHD and had six concussions as an adult, I certainly know internally how that felt. Mm-hmm. So I lost my memory, the ability to say certain words, but because I had ADHD, I, once I went to the brain injury Institute, I realized that I had a learning disability. Mm-hmm. What I did is I wasn't diagnosed with that, but I just compensated for it. And because I was super smart, which a lot of ADHD people are, my grade three stu- teacher put me in the elevated class. Mm-hmm. And so there's only eight students in there. They helped me with spelling. And writing, that was my learning disability. So when I had right. my six concussions, my ability to write, even who, I could not even write what that was. So wow. a lot of the things that I was writing a book at the time and all that stuff, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is horrible. But I thought it was great until <laughs> I looked at it later and I'm like, it doesn't make sense. So what was coming out of my brain wasn't what my brain was doing. Mm-hmm. So it was severely an impairment for me as well. I lost my hearing for two years. I still have um, a hearing impairment, lots of nerve damage. And so what it made me, it inspired me to create these protocols mm-hmm. for other practitioners, but also help people like myself with concussion because there mm-hmm. is no cohesive treatment There Mm -hmm. are centers that have amazing practitioners in them, chiropractors, acupuncturists, um, brain retraining, psychiatrists, psychologists, EMDR, all these things, but they're still segmented. Mm -hmm. And what they're doing is taking wonderful techniques that weren't designed for concussion, the 20% that don't get better, and they're just transporting it on it. Right. And And that's not necessarily the correct approach. 
No, it's like, right. yeah, okay, this will work for that. Like even eye therapy, um, which really works for eye issues and, um, you know, convergence and, you know, eye movement and that sort of thing. And they're using that for concussion, but the 20%, it's actually counterproductive. And so mm-hmm. I've just like honed in on the 20% that don't recover within four weeks. Mm-hmm. And so what I've been finding in, in the research, one, yes, they have a biochemically altered brain, which is the neurotransmitter piece. So going into ADHD, because an ADHD brain is actually born deficient in GABA. GABA is the mm-hmm. natural relaxer of their brain. So they don't have that chemical to actually shut off activity. So you want your brain to be active. You want it to be doing things, you want it to be learning, but they don't have enough resources inside their brain to slow it down. To be able to slow that down. It's like they can never turn their brains off. Correct. So what they do is they self-stimulate. So if they, which just means creating drama, doing a lot of activity, always moving, all of that is actually an unconscious way to relax their brain. Mm -hmm. So parents find it very interesting. You know, irritating teachers can't handle it because that child is like meh, 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 all over. Mm-hmm. But again, if they calm their brain down, which is part of my program, then their ability to learn and excel mm-hmm. because um, ADHD people are the best of the best of athletes. They are all of the Navy SEALs and the Navy SEALs um, guys don't recover from blast trauma, which is a type of concussion. So again, the research is building on my hypothesis that the biochemically altered brain, the ADHD child, is the child that doesn't recover. Because one, they're already deficient in GABA. And then they also, too, in my research as this evolves, is that ADHD children are more likely, like greater than 50%, to have hypermobility. So hypermobility means... (laughs) That again, they're running around, falling. Um, they're trying to really connect their brain to their core because mm-hmm. sometimes you see them flailing and all that stuff because they're super loose in their joints, mm-hmm. but not in their muscle and fascia. So again, this is like you know, like being very specific. Mm-hmm. And so that instability in their joints makes them more prone to falling. So uh, again, head injury. So it's the cycle. And they're more and- prone to injuring themselves. And then it just continues. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So for parents who, if they notice that their child is hyperactive um, and that sort of thing to really understand too, they're more at risk, not necessarily they are at risk. They're more at risk. So Mm -hmm. as a parent, if you're, your child's the 80%, it's awesome. Just hydration, nutrition, rest, you know, the, the normal return to play protocol is enough. Because their brain mm-hmm. is going to heal no matter what. Mm-hmm. So again, a majority of practitioners want to work with the 80% because they make you look like a rock star. Yes, because they're the easily body, dealt with and taken care of. Yeah, because their their body's going to heal themselves. Right. So you're just accelerating that and giving a little bit more resources mm-hmm. and the reps that's necessary. So again, it is necessary to do that for the 80% because we don't want to push them into the 20%. So it's, it's awesome. But again, it makes everyone look fantastic. The 20%, as you can tell, an ADHD child, hyperactive, defiant from birth. 
mm-hmm. because the defiance is part of ADHD, but so is concussion. Concussion makes them more defiant. And what happens is their ability to understand or even um, comprehend what you're saying is totally opposite of what you're saying as an adult or a teacher. Mm-hmm. And so they're very um, defensive. And it's like, well, are you the enemy? Can I trust you? Because the brain is already in heightened alert. They're in fight or flight. And that's so something that's consistent. It doesn't change. No, does not change. Must be. They exhausted. are high functioning. It, it is. It is exhausting for that person. And for the person that has ADHD and concussion, mm-hmm. I mean, their world just keeps getting smaller and smaller because they have to protect themselves. They mm-hmm. have to control their environment. And an ADHD person who's highly functioning, like the best of the best, a perfectionist as a dentist, as an athlete or whatever, they have a head injury. They lose those strategies. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, well, they can't even like grab a routine. So externally, what I did, I had sticky notes and posters all over. What time to leave the house for work? What time to do this? It was like specifically because all the strategies that I had for success were gone. And mm-hmm. it, what happens when that happens is just they're drowning on the inside. But right. you look high performing because you look perfect on the outside. Mm-hmm. So as a parent... Um, what you need to look for in your child too is um, behavioral change. Are they acting out more? Is their sleep interrupted? Do they have insomnia? They can't go to sleep. They stay up all night and then they want to sleep in the morning. Um, also to loss of friends. Um, again, the bigger defiance, um, schoolwork um, going from, you know, like a, a an average to a great student to failing. Mm-hmm. And I had I had one lady actually um, at 15, she was in a rollover and she was in a coma for three weeks. Oh my. They kept her in the hospital for another week and released her because it was her, her birthday. No follow-up, nothing from the GP. Her parents weren't educated. So she's 15 years old. She quit school within six months. Oh my. She quit school, changed her personality. She now became flat, like everything was flat, but distrusting of anything. So she she came to me. It took her two years because that's how big the distrust is. And part of her brain protocol was um, was a, a fish oil because that helps repair tissue, anti-inflammatory. And she, it, the numbers show she was very deficient in that nutrient. Mm-hmm. So whatever she was eating... She wasn't absorbing. So we have to boost that up. So it, I had to, and because of two years being in a relationship, she actually did some work for me. Um, it took me 15 minutes to get her to taste it. And she was so distrustworthy. No, I'm not going to like it. Oh, I don't know. It could be poison. Like the brain is really in distress. So she, mm-hmm. she's like, oh my gosh. So it changed one neurological loop. Mm -hmm. So she did something new and that takes her brain further. And now she's doing a lot better. She's recovering her personality. She can handle more with work, but quitting school at 15, like her parents didn't realize her personality totally changed. She Mm -hmm. moved out, had no support. And now 25 years later, she's going to heal her brain, but her whole life, was in this really, um, really dark place. 
Mm-hmm. And so that's my crush. I don't want people to go that long. And especially with children, if they have that behavioral change, their sleep changes, they quit school, they start hanging out with people doing drugs, drinking alcohol, all these things. Um, that's part of um, the concussion symptoms. And there's a lot more that are out there. And also a fear of going back to sport, a fear mm-hmm. of this, there's a lot more fear, because they don't want to hurt themselves. So for parents, any change um, that you notice, and again, being aware of that. Mm-hmm. And then when they go on the program, they need supervision. So with whether they're 15, 10, or 35, or 50, if they have ADHD and concussion, then um, they need supervision to do the program. Mm-hmm. Because the loss of time, the strategies aren't there until it kicks in. And then they'll be on it and they want to do it. Because again, I had another 15 year old high performance athlete broke his back. Um, but it was a fracture. So he's still high functioning could do sports. Um, but his his fear is huge. Mm-hmm. And he's, he, you know, went through all the behavior things his parents brought him into me and one night of doing his protocol, he slept for the first time. And so for wow. that 15 year old, he didn't need supervision. Mm-hmm. But what happens is they start feeling better, feeling better, then they think they don't need to do it. Right. They go off <laughs> of it. Yeah. This is normal. This is normal. And especially for the ADHD person. Um, and so then he came back into me and he's like, you know, I, I know I need to do this long gone, but I went off and he went in more distressed. Mm-hmm. So now he's back on track and, and doing all that stuff and getting the support that he needs with EMDR as well as the brain nutrition, exercise. And, um, you know, finding now, because what his injury did was present his learning disability. Mm -hmm. So for an ADHD kid in school, um, for testing, they need to be often in a room by themselves because the distraction of everything else. And so, again, creating the tools, the surrounding, having the school and the team and the parent on board go, okay, I need to advocate for my child. Mm-hmm. Because eventually with the program, they won't need that because they won't be as distracted because their brains calm down. Right. And Right. It's the opposite of what everyone thinks. All these distractions are for a reason. Their brain is actually down to, trying to downregulate, to relax. And it it works, but at the 11th hour. Yes. Well, that's, that's the idea between, or that's the idea behind um, getting help when you need help rather than trying to, uh, do it necessarily on your own. Um, or like you say, trying to find all of these distractions, um, to self-regulate and it doesn't work as well. You could have been so much more productive so much earlier. You could have gotten better so much earlier if you had had someone to show you, you said, you mentioned that you have uh, a program that uh, that helps with this sort of uh, this sort of problem or this sort of challenge that a lot of parents might be facing with their kids. Yeah, so um, I partnered with a psychiatrist, and um, he uses the test for something else. It's a fifty. It was a fifty-page test, which of course ADHD people and concussion people can't do, and it's online. I don't think that so, regular people are going to sit through something that's fifty pages. <laughs> 
it's bad and it's it's the test is amazing so i um partnered with these guys in sweden made a um online application where our app that people can go in it's very user friendly it tells you when you're 25% through 50% because that's really important mm-hmm. for adhd brain and concussion like how long is this going to be yeah. because again the focus issue and so it's automated and then it once they click the last the last button the information's populated and then it comes to me and it goes into the research project that's all on the first page that they agree to that mm-hmm. and then they can they get a 9 to 14 page little ebook on how to heal their brain themselves mm-hmm. so that gets emailed to them immediately but again if they're moderately or majorly deficient they will get an email to work with me And then I have several of my students doing this around the world. And when I get the numbers in, I don't know the person, but I get the numbers in and I'm like, that person, that child has to work with me. That's not an Mm -hmm. option because the test can predict those at risk, those at risk for suicide, those at risk for all these behavioral changes. And for me, I wish I had known this when I was nine or 10, Mm -hmm. because my life would have had so much more ease. And every decision I have ever made would be different mm-hmm. because the way I saw the world was not the way the world was. Right. Because when you're deficient in the, the neurotransmitters, like you could say yes, and that person is like hearing no. And so it can also cause um, conflict in relationships and again, distrust. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, that program is online. Um, you know, um, it's quite easy, accessible. It's $11 helps me pay for the platform because this is really in service and the ebook that they get is is really valuable mm-hmm. and then they can work with me one-on-one and I can do that anywhere in the world and that is my passion right now working with parents because the younger you do this the easier it is and I, I'm kind of going into the point anyone can do this task because mm-hmm. then you have your baseline so you know what your baseline is now and if you are 10 you don't have a concussion and you're moderately or majorly deficient in any of the neurotransmitters, um, that's a red flag because your neurotransmitters actually peak at 21 and then they start getting more deficient. Your hormones are peaking between the ages of 14 and 16. So you have all this um, all this great asset and value with really not knowing what to do. But if you're deficient, then that means there's something going on. Is it post-traumatic stress disorder, trauma? Is mm-hmm. it ADHD? Is it just from falling? Because people dismiss that. So I have to ask parents and kids, like, how many times has your bell rung? How many times have you seen stars? Oh, well, 50, 60, but I've never had a concussion. So because of people's uh, um, understanding of concussion, even today is that they have to be knocked out. Mm-hmm. That's not true. And that's not necessarily so, the case. No, it's it's not actually. That's for moderate and um, severe concussion. For mild, which isn't mild for the person, but mild is not going unconscious. Mm-hmm. That is really okay. Yeah, you have a concussion. And so a lot of athletes are getting that and then they're returning to the field in like a couple of days or a week because they have no symptoms. Mm-hmm. So one of the biggest one is headache, nausea, vomiting, that sort of thing. That mm-hmm. is a huge red flag. You want to take your child to emergency. And so here's another tip for parents. 
Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 -chumba. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch -ch 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 -chumba. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Is if you get that MRI, what they're looking for is a brain bleed. Mm -hmm. um, if they get a CAT scan, which they don't like to do in children because the radiation is huge, like it's huge, they will not probably do it in kids under age 12. Um, unless really? it's absolutely necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's absolutely necessary. Yeah. And then that can look for, so I actually had a gentleman come in, his, his daughter, who was 16, a hockey player, you know, she's talking about her dad all the time and how, you know, he was just like, they were starting not to like their parent. Um, and the mom was there too. And she's like, yeah, he's, fall, he's fallen five times in the last six months. And she showed me a picture and the contusion was out to here. He went to emergency three times, GP, naturopath, ongoing. And they all said no concussion. He had a CAT scan and he had no brain bleed. So he walks into my office. And the first thing he says is like, I couldn't find, I couldn't find your office. It's a huge medical building. That's the whole block. Sign mm -hmm. number one. So number two, watching him walk, I'm like, you don't have a concussion, you have a brain injury. So I, we need to see this doctor, this doctor, you need an MRI right now. So three emergency room doctors, a CAT scan that says, no, you don't have a brain bleed. This guy has supranuclear palsy. Mm -hmm. So what this did was bring resolution to his family. They understood why his change was happening over the last five years. Right. They have passion now they're on board he went to see a neurologist the neurologist handed him a cane and said this is all I have for you he did my program he rode his bike he continued on and you know it's now two years later and the symptoms are catching up which is now happening his fascia is getting so tight his balance is off but in that cat scan that he did they were hyper focused on just looking for the brain bleed he mm -hmm. had diminishing temporal lobe which is huge. So they went back and they took a look at that. And that's an indicator of yes, Parkinson's or supranuclear palsy. So yeah, it's like as a, you have to be your own advocate. If you're, you don't feel right, if your child doesn't feel right, if something's off mm -hmm. again, if you're bringing them into emergency and they're like, Oh, just rest for a few days. But 
again in a few days, if the, if any symptoms gets bigger, back to emergency, back to the right healthcare practitioner, it's always best to really get assessed by an athletic trainer or mm-hmm. therapist because they're on the front lines. They do the um, the SCAT-5 testing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, again, a lot of athletes can cheat because they do a low baseline test, but really some of the symptoms are quite large that you can't cheat the test. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So for parents, again, being the advocate, don't, if, if something's off in your child, continually be an advocate for that. But the brain health assessment, anyone can do it in families, especially a family of an ADHD child, there's a parent that has it. So again, helping the parent will help the child because if you start at the source, then it's easier for the child or the student to get better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It as a trickle down sort of effect. Absolutely. Because again, it creates more space, your brain mm-hmm. calms down. And if you have more space inside the body, it can heal. But mm-hmm. when you're running from the bear, there's no space. You are tight, taunt, and you are just hyper-focused. Mm-hmm. On In a consistent fight or flight mode. Yes. Yeah. Always. Yeah. yeah. And and so the solution, I guess, that we would be uh, proposing would be these sorts of things to be aware um, of your child and the changes within your child if they do happen um, or your student. Um, your program sounds fantastic, I must say. Um, and you said that that you have uh, a test that people can do for eleven dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, okay. Brain health assessment. Yeah, it's located on the Fascia Training Institute website mm-hmm. and on Simone. Forte.com. And the How to Beat Brain Burps is um, located on Amazon. That was developed for a three-year-old who was hypermobile, falling downstairs, dismissed by everyone. And she started doing the exercises and her core, her ability and her her learning ability improved. Mm -hmm. But then the book now, although it's animated, I have all the concussion people doing it. Mm -hmm. I had my vet who suffered a stroke. And he had lost his fine motor skills as well as his ability to talk. His speech was impaired. So um, I gave him the book and went in to see him to, to do um, an injection on my pets for glucosamine. And he's like, this book is not for kids. It's for people with stroke. He goes, look at me and I can do surgeries <laughs> now. And it's talking. And I'm like, it's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. So my program is so simple, it is often dismissed by people until they're in really extreme distress. It's Mm -hmm. so simple because really the simple, keep things simple so people can do it. ADHD people need it simple. Mm -hmm. Kids need it simple. You create that for them, they create a change, then they want to do it. Mm -hmm. So this three-year-old who was now six was teaching eight and 10-year-olds because I was doing a video and they were all, you know, doing certain exercises and these kids, these two twins who were 10, they were in martial arts. So you'd think they'd have strong core, right? But when yeah, you I would use think momentum so. and movement, mm-hmm. it's, it imitates stability, but it's not stability. So I got them to run through um, some exercises and the 10-year-olds were falling over. They were so mad. The little five-year-old is like doing them all and, and she was perfect. And then mm-hmm. and they, I said to them, I go, she's been doing this for two years you've been doing this once. Yeah. And, but it be patient. Fires that, oh my gosh. But just think if you never do them, 
because you do them as a kid, hopscotch, jumping, all mm-hmm. that sort of things, the ball, all our brain development exercises that are fun. So we don't realize that we need that. Mm-hmm. And we also need social interaction for brain development. So I have seniors 80 and 90, they think, oh yeah, I did that as a kid, I can do that. And they cannot. So we keep it simple. And the one, one of the exercises, um, you know, really I found will prevent premature aging of the brain. It also helps with proprioception, awareness, and core stability. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it's just changing people's lives. And it's so simple as well as the brain nutrition program. When people do the test, um, they have anywhere from one to three supplements, brain supplements, and it's food in a pill. So Mm -hmm. um, it's different than other supplements and say it's medical grade. There's no filler because Mm -hmm. the ADHD person, the 20% person can't digest those things. It actually makes them worse, creates more inflammation. So the 80% person, let's say, and they go and do a blend or they do all this stuff. Yes, that will work for them, Mm -hmm. but it will not for the 20% and the concussion person. So again, if you go to Walmart and Costco, um, there's so much preservatives and fillers in that because how can it be (laughs) on a shelf for 10 years and work? And the pill is like rock solid. So these are all just powders that again, with that one 15 year old in one night, he slept for the first time Mm -hmm. in years. So that's how powerful it is. And, and the company that I partnered with for the research project, it's like everyone has to use that supplement because during lockdown, I didn't have access and, you know, supply chain stuff. So I tried other ones that were supposed to be the best 10 to 15 times more to get the same result or if any. Wow. So I'm like, okay, yeah, it was crazy different. So with this one, the timing, the dosage, the whole program is specifically designed for the 20%, which is opposite of, of the 80%. The majority of, of uh, practitioners deal with. Right, right. So when practitioners look at that, they're like, well, you can't take that time, that time of day. And I'm like, well, for concussion people, it's the only time for them mm-hmm. until their brain heals. Yeah. So this is how I designed this whole thing. And so with, I wouldn't be able to really... Um, be here talking to you right now if I hadn't done it because Mm -hmm. my brain so far I think wins the award of the most efficient numbers in the program and then doing the protocols and I was fear of like high social anxiety again my memory issues the ability to articulate everything was coming out opposite Mm -hmm. and um, yeah so I I did it now six years ago and um, it really saved my life Mm-hmm. And what I'm finding too, I actually talked with a psychologist about this is my, in my discovery, ADHD kids have suicidal ideation. They're deficient in GABA and the psychologist, and it's just one because some have observed this. Um, she's like, well, I've never noticed that. That's not in the questionnaire. And I'm like, well, it's in mine because it is part of concussion and we want to prevent that. Mm-hmm. And ADHD kids with head injury are more prone to suicidal ideation. So mm-hmm. all my kids that come in and even adults um, who've had concussion symptoms for 20, 50 years, um, I ask them, you know, did you have suicidal thoughts as a child? hundred percent. Yes. There isn't one that has wow. said no hundred percent because they know I have ADHD. They know I'm there to support them. I'm not a threat. Mm-hmm. And so then my next question is, well, do you have a plan or did you have a plan? 
most of them like, no, not really. But, you know, they think about dying every day. And it's a thought of, oh, who will come to my funeral? Who would miss me? And Mm -hmm. that is a biochemically altered brain, which is fixable. So all of that's internal. And I had that. And I'm just like, I never knew that wasn't normal until I don't have that anymore. And I'm surprised I don't have it anymore Mm -hmm. because I'm on the program. So the concussion people um, who don't have ADHD or mild ADHD, they can go off the supplements. That's the goal. We want their body to do the work itself and absorb the nutrients. Mm -hmm. But the ADHD kids, there's two things that they'll probably have to take forever because they are born deficient in GABA. So we have to replenish that all day. Well, every day, not all day long, but every yeah. day. <laughs> I understand what you meant. Yeah. yeah. So because they just don't have the ability to absorb that. Mm-hmm. And then the defiance piece, that's another piece that hopefully I find the solution to that because oftentimes the ADHD child will make decisions that are not in their best interest more frequently than not. Mm-hmm. So um, again, is that ingrained in the ADHD? Is it GABA related? So we'll find out as the study continues. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so the suicidal ideation piece is huge. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I had one 19 year old who had seen has spent his parents had spent 50 grand on seeing the best of the best psychiatrist who's all over social media. He's super awesome for the 80%. He's awesome. So he took his practice, which wasn't developed for concussion, morphed it over because it's quite popular. And, you know, there's concussion clinic after concussion clinic. I don't call myself a concussion clinic because, mm-hmm. again, it's management. It's also there's so much more to it. You're the much more holistic is- because you look at everything as opposed to just one. Right. Right. And so his protocol for people with mental health issues, he took it over to concussion mm-hmm. and it didn't work. And $50,000 later for this 19 year old. He was drowning. So his parents brought him in to me and did the test. I'm like, yeah, this is why, um, you know, what's going on in your brain. Mm-hmm. And um, he went on the program is like, oh, my gosh, I've never been so relaxed. It will change also this communication and relationship, his learning, his defiance, his anger. He actually couldn't even go out anymore. His anger was so big. And this world famous doctor gave him an antidepressant, which is what his GP gave him back in the town he was from. Although the dosage was different. Um, but yeah, so he's on that, which really, so this is another thing I'm finding is that antidepressants and anti-anxieties don't really work for the 20%. They mm-hmm. actually have an op- uh, opposite effect. Mm-hmm. So again, they're in more dis- despair because this pill that was supposed to help them doesn't help them. So nobody mm-hmm. can help me. Attitude, more despair. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's it's the opposite because really their depression is not coming from a dopamine deficiency. It's coming from their GABA deficiency, Mm -hmm. which interacts with their dopamine deficiency. So if you treat the symptom, then it's not going to help these people. Mm -hmm. And it's not like these practitioners are are not in service. They are in service. But it's Mm -hmm. like understanding this very specific niche group, which is me going, okay, this is why it's not working. Why don't these medications work? Mm -hmm. Why is this happening? And it is opposite of what practitioners have learned. So again, getting them into my courses and learning it's some of them, these practitioners have taken one of my classes like three or four times to get the concept because it's the actual reverse of what they've learned. 
And then when they get it, they're just like the light goes on and then the rock stars <laughs> help the kids with the, that are the 20%. Right. So um, yeah, kudos to them to keep doing it until, cause they know it's valuable, but they're mm-hmm. like, they're struggling within themselves. Mm-hmm. And so with my practitioners too, they all have to do the brain health assessment. They have to go through the program if they're deficient. Because if you're deficient as a practitioner, like I couldn't have taught this, I couldn't have helped people when mm-hmm. my brain was like that. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, and then, so if you do as a practitioner, then it's a disservice because right. you, get, you get melded in with the whole process and you go down the drain. And, yeah. or it's not the drain, it's the, you know, Alice in Wonderland thing. And you just, you <laughs> never help the person. Yeah. Well, it's like this idea of you have to have your own cup full before you can pour into others. Um, that has a lot to do with like mentally, I guess, and spiritually, but it also has to do with like the amount of knowledge that you have. Um, and if you don't know better, then you can't do better. So I think that's admirable on your part that practitioners that work with you go through that um, to be able to educate themselves properly on what the information actually is. Yeah, because I am an advocate that everything I refer to, I have to do myself. So it's an actual, I've done the program, I've tried mm-hmm. the treatment, and I've tried thousands of things because again when you one have ADHD but two you know there's a solution Mm -hmm. and you just keep searching and until you find it and so I did that the cohesiveness of really okay let's do the brain health assessment let's look what's going on then I created the the actual dynamic brain healing manual treatment Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool it's actually creating space inside the cranium which is people like wow how do you do that But if you compressing, which we do by gravity, sitting, falling, keep compressing, we need, and and nothing under pressure works optimally. So if your brain is under pressure, right? If your brain is under pressure, those those are me, it's just common sense. And so fascially, that's where the fascia comes in. So I teach that to practitioners, how to fascially create that space. So then your pituitary, your hypothalamus, and again, like people's um, body temperatures have changed. Their metabolism has changed mm-hmm. with the with the protocol, the manual protocol. So I want to get that again in many practitioners' hands as possible because again, spreading that out. And mm-hmm. there's other techniques that that teach. You know, they teach that for oh a headache. So we're going to use that headache protocol on concussion, which mm-hmm. can actually make the concussion person worse. Making it worse. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's very intrinsic, but I'm like, every modality is fantastic because mm-hmm. every tool these practitioners have is an asset, mm-hmm. but it's like for 20%, like I said, it's opposite of what they're taught. And so less is better and less is better with the nutrition piece. Less is better with um, the manual treatment, mm-hmm. because again, the person who's in fight or flight, you do too much you're going to make them worse so they won't come back Mm -hmm. and so that often happens in people's practices and and, but those people just don't come back so you don't know Mm -hmm. why as a practitioner but that's one of the reasons it's overwhelm yeah Mm -hmm. it's it's very it's very interesting this has been a very enlightening conversation um I love how you I think it's so inspiring that you took uh your personal journey and you've now turned it into something to help others I think that's a really uh, important thing to to admire and to to focus on that's amazing like good for you oh, well thank you it is it's um so you have two choices the brain has two choices mm-hmm. one to stay stuck 
or to find a solution. So mm-hmm. stalker solution. And um, again, the motivation, I'm like, I have all these tools. How can I help myself? And then with that, I'm like, I have a team. Mm-hmm. So because I wasn't in nutrition before. And so with the the psychiatrist, I have medical doctors, I have other people, again, I give them the numbers and <clears throat> they're like, here's the program. So I'm also automating that too. So my practitioners will have access to that. But these guys are doing it um, altruistically because <clears throat> they said they've never seen numbers like the one I I get. Mm-hmm. And um, because they're dealing with high professional athletes <clears throat> with no concussion and um, the numbers are, are mildly deficient. So mm. it's just a tweak here and there, just their diet, the time of day that you eat food matters. Mm-hmm. And um, so again, they just tweak stuff. So they're also helping me because they realize that nobody else is doing it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I'm like, there has to be a solution. I mean, our bodies really are, there's no new discoveries in our body other than how our brain works and, you know, continually doing that. But it's like, how do, how do we support the brain heal itself? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the big piece. How do we facilitate just giving the body a, a nudge or the space internally to heal because it mm-hmm. has all that information. It's just, again, we need some outside influence or nutrition. And, and now, you know, people are eating fast food way more than, than before. They're not hydrated. Um, you know, like people need to, to drink a gallon of water a day mm-hmm. and our brains are 73% water. You change that 1%, you're going to have an instant headache. So the number one cause of headaches, migraines can be hydration, simple, mm-hmm. right? Let's keep yeah. it simple. No, people want a pill and because it's the magic pill. <laughs> and I think that's it. But then the side effects of the pills are not optimal. Yes. And then, right. So it creates that cycle. If you do it naturally, then the body just keeps healing. Mm-hmm. And um, it's awesome. It's really yeah. rewarding to be part of this mm-hmm. and to share it with other people. I can imagine. Yeah, I'm I am a very large advocate. I'm, I'm a huge advocate for uh, healing naturally. Um, I'm not against modern medicine whatsoever. Um, you know, it is amazing. It has its uses. But uh, Mother Nature has an answer for everything, <laughs> is is my opinion. Yeah. yeah, I know. But, you know, if you have and so, again, they work together. Like I said, I have medical mm-hmm. doctors who are supporting this program who really understand mm-hmm. the importance of nutrition. That's then awesome. you have other medical doctors who are like, oh, nutrition is nothing. I'm like, well, they, didn't, didn't you take chemistry or biochemistry yeah. in your school? Because, <laughs> yes. um, everything you eat is chemicals mm-hmm. and that is either broken down or um seen as a toxin and mm-hmm. if the food that you're eating is a toxin right away because it has way more preservatives in it than it does real food then you're i'm going to say you're screwed mm-hmm. and if it comes out of a plastic bag um really or it crinkles you know that really fun sound that oh what's yeah. that yes um, not, and that's meant to be as a treat yeah it's not meant to be main source of nutrition of course so looking back to the basic real food Mm -hmm. and um, for the brain the brain does not like fasting Mm -hmm. um and so again that's a fad going on right now oh it's going to help you lose weight blah 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 but okay then why 
are, do you have that inflammation for that weight gain? Is it because of the preservatives in the food? Is it because of the timing you're eating? Or are you just generally overeating? Mm-hmm. So there's so many variables to that, but the brain likes food. It doesn't like fasting. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so again, that's opposite of what's trending right now mm-hmm. is, oh, do the intermittent fasting, you'll lose weight. Well, actually you do a prebiotic and um, you lose weight because you got to restore the microbiome in your gut, which mm-hmm. is connected to the brain. And so again, going in fight or flight, running from the bear and cons- um, consistent stress mode, you're not digesting or absorbing food. Mm-hmm. So looking at that, that whole thing. And then if you put a chocolate bar in, or even like for women, a protein bar, it has a lot of glycol in it. And the polyethylene glycol creates an inflammatory response in people. And Mm -hmm. it's not a food, so they don't actually have to put it on the label, Mm -hmm. but it's a filler. Yeah. So the it's the problem with a lot of processed foods. (laughs) Yeah. Ice cream, you know, all these things. And so you want to go back to nature, Mm -hmm. have ice cream, which one has four ingredients. Mm-hmm. You know, everything that you buy should have four ingredients. On that note, I actually, this past summer, learned how to make my own ice cream from goat's milk. Um, and it was very simple. And it was like literally all natural ingredients besides like the little bit of sugar, which I find even with sugar, like you can cut like just a, a diet sort of tip here. Um, if parents are looking to reduce their kids sugar, anything that you make at home automatically is better for your child just because like simply for the fact that it does not have preservatives or fillers in it. But even the stuff that I make, like, you know, munchies or whatever, I will put half the sugar amount in it. Yep. <laughs> like very, yeah. and it still tastes the same. Right. And, and now yeah. I've cut that sugar intake by half on that particular thing. And that is a, another tip for parents of the 20% is the sugar for the mm-hmm. ADHD brain is horrible. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really bad for the ADHD brain, but okay, sugar in certain quantities is okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe putting dates in or, you know, something sweet or applesauce or apple juice, like people are doing huge creative things to make it taste mm-hmm. good. So natural sugars, but there's, mm-hmm. you know, and people are like, oh, stay away from sugar and white flour, but it's like, okay, moderation. Yes. Have lost the Everything in moderation. moderation is. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, like sweets were like once a week or once a month. Mm-hmm. And so when we look back at like, I'm going to say the paleo diet and that I'm like, yeah, well, um, those people only lived to be 20 because they didn't live very long back then. So mm-hmm. what about their brain health? What about all this stuff? Well, what you got from zero to 20? Yeah. Maybe the diet worked because that's all they could access, mm-hmm. you know? So, so doing things that really are important now what's good for your body Mm -hmm. now natural foods grow your own cook your own make your own Mm because again you have the love and you have the compassion and maybe doing stuff with your kids and and they're like oh yeah it's just an experience which Mm -hmm. again makes the food more absorbable yes when you know where it comes from yes and uh, yeah that's that's good for the brain and it's it's good for your body Mm -hmm. yeah lots of lots of gold nuggets in this one i really appreciate your time simone thank you so much for taking the time to to talk to me today well thank you for having me yeah um you know supporting your audience and your kids and your parents um just have more resources yes thank you so much i appreciate it well thank you 
That is all for this episode of The Parent Solution. I hope that you got some really good info and some really great advice and tips for what you might be dealing with in your own home. As always, thank you so much for listening. Remember, this is your one-stop shop for all things educational. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.